supposed to be a fly just hanging out on his forehead. That, Aaron, right there is the quote that anyone who's seen this movie will be like, Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to the Horror Talk Podcast, the podcast where we show our guests a horror movie without giving them any information about it ahead of time. I'm your host, Dakota Jones, and as always, I'm here to guide you and our special guests through the bizarre and fantastic horror films you may have missed. Our special guest tonight is Aaron, who is a professional scholar on Teddy Roosevelt, as well as many other things. Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Woo, that's me. <laughs> Uh, so tonight we are going to be going into town to Nilbog, which means we are talking about the 1990 absolutely fantastic fuckfest known as Troll 2. Um, so Aaron, do you know anything about Troll 2? Not much. So I, uh, have never seen the Troll movies. I think I've maybe seen part of one of the Leprechaun movies. But to me, they're basically <laughs> the same thing. So, I yeah, um, I'm, I'm going in pretty blind. I hope since we're watching Troll 2, I won't be too lost since I haven't seen the first one. So there will be no context for me. Well, here's the fantastic thing. So there's a movie called Troll. Mm -hmm. And then there was an Italian company who's like, hey, uh, we've got this movie, but let's market it like it's a sequel to Troll. So they called it Troll 2. It has nothing to do with, with Troll at all. Like okay. none at all. Then, uh, as I was doing research into this, there's a third movie called uh, Contamination Point Seven which is also technically, it's like Troll 3, but then there is a movie uh, with like the Ator, like warrior fantasy films called uh, Quest of the Magical Sword, which in Germany was optioned as Troll 3, but would technically be Troll 4. And then in 2020, there's a movie called Troll World, which features the dad from Troll 2 in this. So technically that's like Troll 5. They have almost nothing to do with each other. I am so lost already. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first question, uh, how, how familiar are you with like folklore, be it American or like anywhere else? Uh, I mean, there's definitely, there are some topics I know a little bit more about. Um, like I, I, you know, remember doing some studies of the, the kind of vanilla stuff in school about like folklore and mythology and all of that. Um, but then I've also, as an adult, uh, gotten into some podcasts and things that are, um, you know, without naming the podcast, it refers to some astonishing legends that are out there. Um, Would this but, podcast rhyme with more? Uh, no, it rhymes with astonishing legends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they always take on different topics. And, and some of it's kind of like, what happened to Amelia Earhart? But then they'll 
they'll go into things uh, on different episodes like uh, Bigfoot or um, like the um, oh, what's the Queen Mary, like the ship, the ghost ship or whatever. Oh, yeah. So um, yeah, uh, so I mean, I when I think of trolls uh, before this modern age of you know people being assholes on the internet, I mostly think of like. You know, the guy that gets pissed off when Billy Goats clomp on his bridge and everything. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to learning this most scholarly <laughs> documentary about trolls. Um, would you, out of all the folklore that does exist and that you know of, would you say that any are real? Like, not based in truth, but this one thing from folklore is probably real. Um... I, th- I think there has to be some truth to some of it. Um, you know, it, it, it kind of gets to the point where, you know, if there's so many people that have so many accounts of this thing, like that would be pretty, um, a pretty big conspiracy for all these people that didn't know each other uh, to just kind of like coordinate on having the same experience. So I don't know if, if there's anything in particular like, ufos or something that you know i i full-on believe in but you know when you hear stories about some town that uh on the same night all over town they saw the same thing it kind of makes me scratch my head a little bit about the possibility of there being some truth to it okay great follow-up question to that um do you think any foods that we could use like that we would normally see at the grocery store do you think any could be used as a weapon and which one <laughs> like against creatures or just in general both <laughs> i mean i know uh i know garlic is pretty uh you know commonly known to to fend off dracula or whatever but sure i mean if you I guess any food that's big enough, like you could use a watermelon as a weapon. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's what Gallagher was there for. That's right. Although I feel like he defended us from the watermelons more than using them as a weapon. It was a public display. He wasn't trying to invoke comedy, which is why so many people didn't laugh that much. It was solely just an experiment. <laughs> it, was, it was keeping us, how to keep us safe from the attack of the killer watermelons. <laughs> Would uh so so watermelon garlic? Would you put a bologna sandwich or milk in there at all? <laughs> now nothing um, crazy, but it's just normal white bread yeah, with like yeah. a bunch of bologna and then just milk. Um, I mean, I guess if you're desperate enough, if if like uh, you can squirt some milk in someone's eyes or something, that can at least give you some time to to get away, I guess. Or if you're fighting someone or something that's lactose intolerant then that'll buy you some time for sure uh well i'm so excited that we can start watching troll 2 so i can show you exactly why that always having a huge bologna sandwich is the only thing you'll need to fight off foes from other realms so i don't want any spoilers but are we talking like a Dagwood bologna sandwich? Or yeah. Like a Pee Wee Herman bologna no, sandwich? No, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a Dagwood very, one. Okay. Like Shaggy, except it's just bologna. <laughs> it's like someone took a pack of bologna and then put two pieces of bread. 
And that's it. That makes me want to puke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are, are you ready for this? Let's do it. Our guests are going into the movie blind, but here's your chance to hear a full summary of the film. Be forewarned that this is the entire plot of the film, so spoilers galore. Also, if you haven't seen the movie, just pause the podcast right now and come back after you've watched it. Don't come to us saying that we gave away plot details. Also, this movie's been out for a while. You've had plenty of time to watch it. Troll 2 is a 1990 film directed by Claudio Fragasso. Uh, his name in the film is actually Drake Floyd, and it has nothing to do with the first Troll, the third Troll, or the fourth Troll movie. It stars Michael Paul Stevenson as Joshua, our main character, George Hardy as the father, Margot Prey as the mother, Connie Young as Holly, Joshua's sister, Robert Ornsby as Grandpa Seth, and Deborah Reed as Credence Leonore Gilgould, who is our main villain. The plot of the film is that the family is about to go onto a trip. They are doing a sort of exchange program with people in the country who will be swapping lives with them for about a week. Now, very early on, we learned that Joshua has a very strong connection to his grandpa, Seth. However, Grandpa Seth is no longer with us, so he's speaking to his spirit. Now, as they're going into the town, Grandpa Seth is trying to warn Joshua that there's evil here in this town, and it's goblins. Not trolls, but goblins. So the townsfolk try to entice Joshua and his family to food and drink, but if they imbibe of any of these things, they will become half people and half plants, which of course is a goblin's favorite food. So going back and forth, trying to figure out what's going on, that the name of the town Nilbog is actually goblin spelled backwards, we finally get to the townspeople exposing themselves as goblins, and Joshua is going to have to defeat them if he wants to save his family. So when they go to the lair of Cretan's Leonor Gilgould, there is a part of Stonehenge. That's never explained. You're never, it's just there. You're just going to have to go with that. But Joshua figures out that the real thing that he can use to defeat the goblins and save his family is a big old bologna sandwich. So he eats it and he gets his family to hold hands and they defeat the goblins. They then go back home and Joshua's returning to his normal life only to discover that some of the food in the house is Nilbog food and his mother, Margot Prey, is turned into a goblin. Oh my god! Uh, and that's the end of Troll 2. It is a one of the worst films ever made, but it's so bad that it's good, and I'm so happy that it's gained the cult status that it, that it has now. <music> 
Hi, I'm Marina, the editor of Horror Talk Podcast, and these are a few of my favorite moments from Dakota and our guests watching the movie. I kind of feel like you're trolling me, but here we go. I'm already sold by the uh, title menu music. PG-13, eh? Sounds like a waste of time. So... Don't expect a lot of boobs, I'm guessing. None. None whatsoever. Oh, uh, while we get started, just thought I'd let you know, uh, there's no trolls in this movie. Okay. Not, I thought there would at least be two of them, since it's in the title. Oh, I've seen Princess Bride before. I've seen this movie. Okay. <laughs> Look at those real freckles. She was on the TikTok Instagram craze before it became a thing. She already knows about filters. <laughs> He's like, I am severely concussed. But hey, what up, hot girl? Are you a mirage or a film mirage? So I want to know how many movies use the... Oh, this is a story being told from a grandfather to the grandson trope. I mean, these guys clearly saw The Princess Bride and they're like, that made money. Why can't we do it again? So do they ever even say the word troll? <laughs> like, do they just use it interchangeably or? No. Nope. No trolls. Oh, workout montage. Va-voom. Oh, fuck. Look at those hip bones. Yeah, that's the real reason why I don't work out, like, ever, because I don't like wearing that stuff. You don't like wearing a weightlifter's belt for, like, deadlifting? <laughs> nope. What, is it, like, in his contract that he cannot use the top two buttons of any shirt that he wears? Uh, yeah, he, like, did a whole Faust thing <laughs> where he's like, I want to be perpetually gorgeous. And then Satan's like, but you're doomed to be in bad movies. I'll take it. <laughs> so this kid is, from what I've gathered, he is a Montreal Expos, Detroit Pistons, and San Francisco 49ers fan. So that's... You know, he doesn't give his allegiance anywhere <laughs> except for those three places. He just, <laughs> he just loves the players, I guess. Which, you know. It's all about the game. And he's a Chicago Cubs fan. Ooh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> In all honesty, that kid had every right to be scared. Because if I saw a teenage boy outside my window, I too would worry. Yeah. Also, how long were those teenage boys outside waiting? They're like, oh, I know this is the wrong window, but I, I hope that kid wakes up. My balls! <laughs> Nutshot. <laughs> I want that to be like a recurring thing. I'm going to take your voice clip of saying nutshot and just nutshot. Nutshot. I feel like these days the chewing gum industry has to be really struggling because... We don't have every character in every movie chewing gum the whole time anymore. Well, actually, they've been making a killing with coaches and trainers. There's <laughs> hair string, Bane. <laughs> These actors are so amazing. I can't wait to see their fringe play this upcoming year. Uh, it, ma it makes me so mad. I mean, I, like, anytime I see somebody that, like, I mean, I know this wasn't a big budget Hollywood film, but, like, 
Whoa, they, whoa. They, but they made money for this, I'm sure. It's like <laughs> they're like, you're not SAG, right? And they're like, no. And they're like, oh, great, you're hired. Hurt by it. So this brings up a great question. Troll two ask us, the audience, what's more important, or your boys? <laughs> well, I think he's trying to get both, right? Why can't we have both? I submit that to you, listeners. She did say she's not into group sex. I guess that's why. (laughs) (laughs) You beat me, too. Man, they uh, pulled out all the stops for those music rights in this film. Oh, they're off. That's the horror. (laughs) (laughs) That's the scariest part of the movie. This is only a horror movie for people like with music majors <laughs> or people, or people with just pitch. yeah. Oh shit. He got slimed. <laughs> you can't do that on television. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, did Ghost Grandpa tell you the green slime tree fingers story again? The Newsies boy is not taken too kindly to the strangers in these parts. Man, this whole house spinoff sucks. <laughs> Are you sure this isn't Leprechaun? Those scars kind of look clovery. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually okay. Like we got the red drink and the green drink. I'm not gonna lie. Every time I watch this, it really makes me want some Kool-Aid. Yeah, that that looks pretty uh, transparent, though. I want more sugar in my Kool-Aid than that. Pour some sugar in my Kool-Aid, ooh, in, in the, the name summertime. of Troll. Oh, <laughs> yours was better. <laughs> I love the symbolism of all the green foods. Or else they were just like, oh man, we have a lot of extra green dye. They're like, look at this. It's, it's got green on it. <laughs> Honey, you know how much you love green. <laughs> Joshua, did you make sure to have your daily vitamins of green? <laughs> so he's got he's got 30 seconds. And it's obviously been more than 30 seconds now. Say so he's taking his time for having a short timetable here. I was kind of waiting for a look what you did, you little jerk. From the dad, but uh, you you can't piss on hospitality. It's true. Okay, I thought that guy was a nerd, but now that I see him smoking a cigarette, he's cool as hell. He's pretty cool. (laughs) We're by a lake. You have a motorboat. (laughs) Did you ever read that uh, Rainbow Goblins book as a kid? No. What? It's it's it was like a kid's book. <laughs> That's a scary, especially scary goblin. But uh, yeah, it, it was one of those. I think it was like German or something. Um, and so, of course, it was like terrifying. But the artwork was really cool. And seeing all these goblins, I just got a flashback to that. Except uh, these are not the different colors of the rainbow. Uh, so, fun fact: that's actually the costumer of the film. Also, the only person who is on the crew and in the cast who could speak Italian and English. So heads up, the crew, all Italian, did not speak English. Did she demand to have the role as the 
creepy lady who is much older than she is. Uh, they were like, we need someone. Yeah, fuck it. We'll just put some gray in her hair. Actually, all the people in this movie uh, got their parts because of open casting calls. <laughs> I am not surprised. I kind of have a hankering for some Ecto Cooler right now. Is there supposed to be a fly just hanging out on his forehead? That, Aaron, right there is the quote that anyone who's seen this movie will be like, Oh my god! <laughs> I, you know, say what you will about the costumes. That Aries Garfield shirt is like lit. So I have to say, I am an Aries. Would you wear that? I mean, Garfield is from Indiana, so I kind of feel like that shirt is speaking to me. I kept seeing those guys from the Bog campaign. You know, before the plant shut down. Look at that dad. Two buttons undone. Yeah. If it's not a deep V, I'm not wearing it. <laughs> That should be oh, our that's motto like, this year. That's like two buttons up. There's more than... I'm Well, I don't think there's that many buttons in the first place, but I think he's only rocking the bottom one or two. Well, he was trying to put his nil bog in her green cake, <laughs> if you know what I mean. No, I don't follow. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy's got the pop collar? You know he's boning down a nil bog. Hey. Are you someone from the country who has been affected by the bog plant shutdown and has very good tips on hospitality? Let us know at HorrorTalk666 on Twitter. Grandpa in the mirror is coming back in a style, like pogs. Actually, pogs are all the rage right now in 1990. Right? I don't know. That was before my time. Uh, Aaron, how old are you? I, I would have been five in 1990, so maybe not quite uh, on the level enough to know how big of a market share Pogs had at that time. As a five-year-old, I make it a point to always know up-and-coming trims like Pogs. I can tell you the shit out of what was going on with the Little Mermaid. <laughs> He's like, it's a bun filled with icing, and wait a minute, is that crest on the cob toothpaste? <laughs> it is! My favorite. Once the bog plant shut down, we had to rely solely on the crest plant. So, I'm a little ashamed to admit, I just now realized what no bog backwards is. I didn't, I didn't see it written enough times until now. Um... Aaron, what's Nilbog? <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> Aaron, what's Nilbog spelled backwards? Troll. Oh, you got it. <laughs> we all just wait outside the store since the bog plant shut down. <laughs> I don't know why I'm running so hard with that one-off joke. I just... My life has been a lie because this town might not have anything to do with a bog plant. It might just be a stupid pun on Goblin Backwards. That's the real mystery that's going on. Oh, look, it's in the mirror. It kind of looks like Goblin now. Whoa! I, I love 
this era of not trusting the audience and uh, before the movie did um i got it. i got at least five minutes on this eight-year-old this is old news kid you just like go into the movie and push I, him down on the ground <laughs> i want to talk about the fact that they like slow zoomed on the vegetable cookbook so that we really got an idea of what he was reading Milk was a bad, bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn, it's so hot. I'm not lying. I told so many people I was watching this with you today, and all of them were like, oh, milk was a bad <laughs> choice. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've been watching this movie the whole time, but still kind of want a piece of that cake. <laughs> She's like, oh, fuck, axes hurt. So was Helena Bonham Carter just busy during this? or She was working on Fight Club. Okay. Ooh. He's like, A-C-A-B, Joshua. <laughs> God damn, I want to watch that monkey movie. He's like, baby, that corn doesn't have any flange. That's not a good idea. I don't have enough toothbrushes to eat that corn. <laughs> She's like, good thing I always carry my crest on the cob tubes with me. Not sure why the popcorn's coming from <laughs> anywhere <other> else. <laughs> but I like the idea. Did the goblin that jumped through the mirror like bite or scratch the kid? Or has the kid been a goblin in disguise all this like how how'd that just happen what's going on here <clears throat> shut up Aaron <laughs> you're asking too many <laughs> the fucking producers are like you're asking too many questions <laughs> oh yeah that's like a German baloney I'm down okay. look at how thick it is that they is... just put a whole pack in there you see what I'm saying yeah. now you know, why didn't they, like, stop at, like, a fucking, like, Hardee's or Carl's Jr. if it's region-specific? They're like, we haven't eaten for three days, because yeah. all we had was Nilbog cake. Yeah, I haven't eaten in three days. Can I please have a fucking apple? <laughs> you said we'd stop at Mickey D's on the way home, and we didn't. And we have I... apples at home. <laughs> Bo that was boobies. Like, I saw a nip. How'd this get PG-13? Those were 100% boobs. I guess they were green enough. Or the MPAA was like, I stopped watching yeah, halfway through. I'm sure it's fine. There's the freeze. And that yeah. was the beginning of the best summer of my life. <laughs> Woo, shit. Okay. Well, let me, let me pause this and then turn on the lights. Are we sure there's no uh, post-credit post scene. scenes? Okay, we've given you a few bits of info during the film. You've heard a summary, but now it's time for my favorite part, the discussion. Our guests will be providing their review and thoughts on the film while I ask questions and provide everyone with some behind-the-scenes information. Please keep in mind that these are just our opinions. 
We at the Horror Talk Podcast fully support you having your own opinion on the film, so please go and check it out so you can be informed. That being said, let's hear what our special guest has to say. All right, so, uh, wow. Yeah. What a, what a movie. Um, Jesus, God. So, uh, how was it for you, Aaron? I feel like I have wasted the last 33 years of my life by not having seen that movie until now. That's how life-changing that movie was for me. Just to clear, so, like, did they 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 made this movie and then after the fact they slapped the troll two tag on it like they well they, it, so get this the original film was called Goblins Weird. which makes fucking sense and uh, the writer wrote it because she was getting pissed off that her like friends became vegetarian and she's like this is so fucking stupid I'm gonna write a movie about it <laughs> and that's where we got troll two so that's why. It's so anti-green. I got it. Uh, so, like I was saying before, the uh, the people who were all on the production were all Italian. Mm-hmm. And they spoke very broken English. And so, when they were, like, rewriting scripts, like, they would give actors, like, a page at a time. And they're like, would you mind if we, like, change the words to this so they kind of, like, make more sense? And they... the producers were very insistent they say exactly what was on the page wow uh so it's directed by this guy called uh claudio uh i hope i'm pronouncing that right but it doesn't matter because he he changed his name for this as drake floyd that makes sense that tracks it's so fucking bad so yeah what what i god it's so bad and I can't think, as someone who's ever acted in literally just anything before, of having everyone on the production crew not speak your language, and then you'd be like, I guess, action? <laughs> I, I guess? Yeah, I mean, did they have just a little, like, clapboard thing? It's like, oh, they yelled something at us. Let's just start. So, uh, what do you, what do you think was the I know this is going to be hard, but what do you think was the best part of the movie? The popcorn scene was pretty (laughs) great. Especially considering that it was clear that they were just throwing throwing popcorn popcorn onto the actors from off screen instead of making any attempt to have the corn pop. And did you notice that the guy wasn't dead at the end? He was just like covered in popcorn. Which, you know... That might not be that bad. Like, it could just be, you know. He's like, I almost made out with someone, but there was corn in between us, and then just a shit ton of popcorn. Maybe if he ate the pop popcorn afterward, it would affect him, like all the other no-bog stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's some symbolism, too, for, like, the bog plant getting shut down. (laughs) I mean, I was going to say premature ejaculation, but sure. Sure. (laughs) That works, too. Oh, uh, you know, I had my chance, and then I just popped my corn all over myself. So there's a documentary about this film called Best Worst Movie, 
and it's wonderful because it shows like where everyone is now and what they've been doing uh the guy who played the dad is actually just like a dentist and he's like a real like he's genuinely that nice in real life yeah he's the most normal fucking one but everyone else it was uh it was an open casting call in utah and you know the, the really weird guy at the counter who's like there's no eggs here in Nilbog. Here, have some Nilbog milk. He uh, was actually a mental patient. Uh, he was out on one of his day trips where they let them go for like just during the day. He saw there was a casting call, so he went and auditioned. If you'll notice, almost all the scenes are shot during the day, and that's when he went out for his day trips. He wasn't. He's t- not allowed to be out at night. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and the documentary also follows like what he's doing and holy shit he has not gotten better he's just as crazy i wasn't sure if he meant as an actor or just (laughs) in general no as an actor the leaps and bounds above troll too he's really blossomed as an actor but yeah he's still you know having some problems so uh what would you think there's so much that's so bad in this movie it makes it good but what do you think is like something that was just bad like what was the worst part (laughs) i don't know if it was necessarily the worst part but i i respect that they had so much confidence in the masks and costumes that they were gonna like do (laughs) close-ups like i I feel like if that's what i was working on i'd be like eh, let's let's make this kind of (laughs) blurry let's they're like, maybe we just shoot all at night. <laughs> like, let's have, you know, six very distinct masks, but only one of them is able to, like, move its mouth. But, you know, let's let's not have it move with the words that he's saying, so. So let me show you the original poster. That's actually, I mean. It looks cool, right? The yeah, marketing guys did yeah. one hell of a job. The tagline was, uh, the boogeyman is back. I mean, that, like, that's nowhere near the same type of troll. It, like... It looks like a werewolf. Yeah. And it has an axe that's kind of scary. I'll tell you who made their fucking paychecks. The people behind marketing. Because they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, do you... Yeah, like, so, I mean, I've, I've worked on some, like, no-budget films and been like you know it was a job or it was fun or i helped out a friend or whatever but like on that scale like to be the marketing person for a movie or a franchise like that i just can't help but wonder like are they are they like into it like have they bought it and they're like oh this is gonna be the greatest or they're just like well we can try to polish this turd i don't know like how to they're like how we made the poster sell the movie before people read the synopsis get their tickets and not offer any type of refund uh do you have like a favorite quote from the movie mine of course is uh you can't piss on hospitality i won't allow it that's a pretty great one um yeah nothing really jumps out that's like a better quote i i think yeah it's it's more like the there they're eating him and they're going to eat like you know it was more just the quote itself oh wasn't my great God. but just the delivery made it just gold a staff member on TV guide <laughs> remember TV guide kids 
Uh, they gave a negative review and they said, quote, any attempt to obscure the names of those involved in the making of this fiasco can only be constructed as an act of mercy. Troll 2 is really as bad as they come. Uh, currently, right now, it's sitting at a uh, 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Now, I I will say, and I, I think this was off air, you kind of compared it to The Room in terms of how bad it is. And the only reason why I will stand up for Troll 2 over the room is it at least had like normal like plot structure and like knowing how to do like wide shots versus cl- like <laughs> like, I feel, like I feel there like, was someone on the production some, who knew what they were kinda doing <laughs> knew how to make a movie even though it was terrible as I, and i mean you know using the same lightning strike over and over again isn't as bad as the same sex scene. <laughs> you are my rose. You are my rose. But when you said that, I was getting ready to like throw some forks at the uh, at the screen or something. We should. We should start doing it just like how they do with Rocky Horror and uh, in the room. We should start doing it for Troll Two. I think it could catch on. Well, possibly. I know once uh, once this podcast blows up and you have like. 10 viewers. <laughs> can, Hi, Mom. You we, made it to episode two. We, we could do some type of like uh, podcast live deal where it's a special screening of. And so, I'm, Aaron. And, I, and I'm embarrassed because I said viewers and this is. Viewer. An audio medium. So. So. Speaking about comparing it to The Room and how it's so bad it's good and it's got rewatchability, especially like showing it to like friends and just it's one of those movies that if you went to a party you could like put on the background. And, like, oh, people for sure. Could haphazardly watch it. Yeah. Would Would you recommend this film? And if so, why? I would recommend it in that context because so the first time I ever saw Rocky Horror was by myself like in my parents basement and i was like this movie is awful and i'm miserable (laughs) (laughs) and i don't understand why this is such a big deal and i feel like if i had watched troll 2 that same way i would have enjoyed it more than my first rocky horror picture show viewing but uh i definitely think it's it is the type of, of, can I call it a film? Yeah, it, it's a work of art, really. It's, I think film's too loose. Yeah. Uh, um, maybe if I put an accent, film. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's definitely a uh, have have a few drinks or whatever you take uh, with a, a group of friends and, and watch it and, uh, you know, don't worry too much about the plot because i i missed half of it watching it this way can can you tell me what the plot was yeah so there's this dead grandpa who (laughs) haunts his grandson uh which i guess is his punishment it's either that or hell and uh he reads this story about goblins who uh bleed jello 
and it messes the kid up so bad that everywhere he goes that summer he thinks he sees goblins everywhere and that's <laughs> that's a hot take that's a hot take that i personally am here for so it's all in the theater of the mind yes i've never heard that take yeah i i truly think this movie is worth watching i think you should show it to people because every time people say oh it was a bad movie oh it was terrible I don't think they really understand what bad movies are, uh, especially like with this movie. This movie is so unbelievably bad, and you only have that because, one, you've got people on the production crew who do not speak the language of the people <laughs> who are acting. You have people who have never acted before, and then you just you throw whatever at the screen and see if it works and even if it doesn't you ham it up you yeah. double down on everything which kudos to those actors i mean they really went for it i feel like you can tell at some point in the movie that they were like yeah fuck it i think this is what's gonna be like the whole run let's just go for it well and to me it's like i i always have conversations about like best movie versus favorite movie like yeah, I think you can objectively say that Troll 2 is not a good movie, but it's fun. I mean, I've, I've definitely watched movies that have better production value that what? are less... And I know, it's rare, but, uh, but that are less entertaining. So yeah, it does just kind of depend on what you're, what you're looking for with your Saturday night or whatever, when, whenever you tend to watch a movie um with some pals but yeah i think i think it's a it's it it was a fun experience so well um aaron thanks for coming on to the podcast thanks for watching this terrible terrible movie with me yeah it was a lot of fun uh all right uh god i gotta come out with a with a sign off well uh yeah i'm just gonna make one up peace uh, out bitches <laughs> <laughs> just uh, kidding mom I'm your uh, I'm your host Dakota Jones with the Horror Talk podcast, reminding you to make sure you give some money to those people on the side of the street. Who knows? They might have just gotten laid off by the bog plant in Nilbog, or it might be your ghost grandfather. Whoa! All right, bye. <laughs>